Hey, y'all. It's Dina here, lead producer. It's Food Tuesday. It's that time of the week where we dedicate our show to talking about food from around our city. We'll give you suggestions. We'll invite chefs, restaurant owners, food bloggers, even enthusiasts like yourself who are listening. So settle in. Your mouth will water at the end of this episode. We're talking hidden gems for your sweet cravings. With me today is food blogger Sean. He goes by Sean the Food Sheep. He's got a solid list of not-so-popular but must-try local dessert spots. It'll even have people like myself that aren't big on sweets craving all the sugar. It's Tuesday, March 7th. I'm Dina Kispe, and here's what Houston's talking about today. Sean, I'm so excited to have you on CityCast Houston today. Excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Okay. So first, I want to kind of tell people a little bit about yourself. You go by Sean the Food Sheep on your social media platforms. What? Where? How did you get that name? Yeah. So basically, I started uh, doing food reviews on TikTok, like I think a year and a half ago, just kind of as a joke. I didn't think it would blow up or anything like that. And then uh, Sean the Food Sheep, basically where that comes from is, I don't know if you know the show Sean the Sheep. It's like it used to be this British show. So I was like, oh, let me me just add food in there. You know, my name's Sean. Let me just add food in there. And and that's just kind of how it went. I should change the name. Like, because I just started as a joke. So I didn't expect it to do that well. But I, I should change the name. But, you know, honestly, I've just, yeah. uh, everybody like just knows me as the sheep when I walk around now. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it, but who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll change the name down the road. Fair. I have to say Sean, the sheep is such a cute little wholesome kid show. They don't make it like that anymore. I have to say. I agree. I agree. I, I, I need to go watch that show again. Cause I remember growing up, that was like one of my favorite shows. It was, it was so good. I know. <laughs> okay. So what got you started into being a food blocker? Yeah, so I, you know, I saw a lot of people going viral on, um, you know, TikTok. You remember in like 2020, uh, (laughs) you know, right when we're going into the pandemic, everybody's on TikTok, everybody's bored um, and, and, you know, didn't know what to do. So I was like, yeah, you know, I just kept watching people do this. People go viral for months at a time. And I in April 2021, I was like, let me just start. Mm -hmm. Let me make a goal to post every day for 365 days straight. Wow. So I made that as a goal. So basically I've hit out 400 restaurants straight and you know like every day for the last 400 days so i've hit out a lot and uh you know i really love food because i think it's a great way like i mean like i haven't met one person in their life that's like i genuinely dislike food you know what i mean yeah like no one no one's like hey i hate going to the dinner table and i hate just eating like i've never met somebody like that so i feel like it's an easy connector I don't do this full time. So I this is what I do part time. So a lot of people when they come up to me, they're like, Oh, Sean, you got to go to this place, that place. So I'll like I work 7am to 4pm. And then I work fully remote for my job. And then literally after 4pm after work, I'll immediately run to a restaurant or, or, you know, or whatever place I'm going to that day. So it's it's a hustle, but it's a lot of fun too. you meet a lot of restauranteurs, you meet a lot of meet a lot of people along the way. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love your dedication. That's really cool. And plus, Houston's the best place for it. I mean, I feel like we've got so many restaurants. You're not going to run out of places to go eat. Oh, 100%. I mean, they're like places that people think are like Houston classics or like, mm. you know, like beloved by Houston. A lot of people don't know about wow. them just because there's, you know, literally tens of thousands of like food spots uh, in the in the Houston area. Yeah, that almost makes me want to like hide my favorite ones so I don't tell people so that people don't like 
descend in numbers just to like you know keep my little hidden gems but i know it's not fair i i, I know <laughs> and that's why like when, when you told me that you're like sean figure out the hidden gems when, when you asked me to put them down i promise you the places that i have for you are <laughs> hidden gems these are places that like they're all small businesses they're all houston based and like I, you know i i just love it like it, it sucks because you don't want them to get that busy but mm-hmm. you, you love them so much you want them to succeed I know. Okay, so without further ado, we know H-Town's got like an amazing list of food places to check out. My focus today with you is dessert. So tell my sweet, sweet tooth where to go. I got you. So I'm a big cookie guy. I've probably eaten at more cookie spots than any other person in the U.S. Like I have a top five cookies. Like I, I like I don't know why I'm just obsessed <laughs> with cookies. And um, and the place that I would recommend number one for cookies in Houston. This is like my third best spot in the U.S. for cookies. It's called Milk Mustache. So um, oh yeah, Milk Mustache. They have two locations. They opened up a brand new location in the Galleria. So they kind of do like I don't know if you know Crumble cookies but they kind of yes. do like the same format so they do a cookies of the week option where basically these are signature like handcrafted all natural gourmet cookies wow. their flavors change each monday so they have a new list of flavors that are going to be going out this week i need to go on their website and figure out what it is this week but i don't know what it is about these cookies these are like six ounce massive cookies they'll fill your hand oh my God. yeah no like the, the, you got to be careful because each of these is going to be like 700 800 calories each probably oh yeah it's uh but that, that, that's what <laughs> i tell people i was like if you're coming here you know this is like a like a once you know in a while kind of experience so th- you know the thing about these cookies is <laughs> is that they have like extremely crunchy exteriors and they're deliciously soft like on the inside it's like Oh it's like kind gosh. of like cookie canyons. It's like, you know, when you're holding the cookie, you can kind of see the canyons within there. It's it's incredible. And I, I would say that. So if you're if you're looking for cookies, oh my goodness, check out Milk Mustache. Uh the owner Tracy, she's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten the chance to know her over the last year, and you know, just such a, a very kind soul. And I, I think they deserve um, oh you know, all God. the love. Again, they're my third favorite like cookie shop in the United States. I've tried 50 or 60 cookie shops, and they're my third. You're you're not gonna get better than that in Houston. You should be nicknamed Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've gotten that nickname before. It's uh but I, I love it. It's it's uh, it's an honor. Yeah. I, I'm surprised, you know, I've never heard of this place. I feel like every time I've asked anyone, where should I get cookies from? It's usually either Tiff's Treats or it's going to be like Crumble or it's going to be Tiny Boxwoods. You know, they're, they're chocolate cookie, oh, chocolate yeah. chip cookie. That That's it. I've never really heard of this place. This is awesome. You know, it, it's, and it's funny you mentioned Tiny uh, tiny Boxwoods because I, I actually love their cookies as well. I mean, you know, Milk Mustache is kind of like that big six ounce cookie. Mm-hmm. We're like Tiny's Milk and Cookies. So for those that don't know, Tiny's Milk and Cookies, their cookie shop in Houston, they have three cookie locations. I think they have mm-hmm. one in Memorial, one in Upper Kirby, and one in Southside Place. So these are like your grandmother's cookies. So like, you know, when you bring them out of the, cu- <laughs> the oven, like very thin crispy these are these are the cookies you give santa if you want to make them happy you know milk mustache is a bit massive muffin cookies tiny's milk and cookies are your grandmother's cookies straight from the oven so that that's another <laughs> spot i'd recommend as well i'm glad you mentioned them because i i love tiny's and it's crazy how uh, uh, still a lot of people don't know about them uh in houston i love that all right so we've got our cookie spot that i'm definitely going to check out where would you go to next one of the places that I'm going to recommend is, is I think a lot of places have, a lot of people have tried, you know, Japanese sweets, they've tried Korean sweets, but I think 
Indian sweets are incredibly underrated. Maybe I'm a little bit biased because mm. I'm I'm Indian, I'm Punjabi, yeah. but like there's this place called Raja Sweets. They are the oldest Indian sweet shop in Texas. So um, you know, they've been around for decades. They're, they're on social media and you know, they were featured on Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmern, like I think years ago. Oh, wow. But yeah. So so they're they're very popular. And the reason why I'm bringing them up again is because I think places can be discovered, but then they can be rediscovered, right? Because mm. I think a lot of the Gen X generation knows about them. A lot of the baby boomer generation know about, knows about them. Mm-hmm. But a lot of like, you know, like, you know, I'm Gen Z millennial-ish. Like a lot of us, yeah. we don't, you know, like we don't know about these classic spots. So that's why I'm bringing it up again. And so basically when you go there, you kind of, you know, you kind of pay by the pound. Yeah. And I'd recommend getting a variety of sweets. Like, you know, but the three sweets I recommend getting, like no matter what, is the gulab jamun. These are like milk balls soaked in rose syrup. They're incredibly soft. Mm. And make sure to get a gala jamun as well. It's like a dark colored variant of the gulab jamun. It's very nice and crispy on the outside. It's my personal favorite. And then the last is a barfi. It's a it's like a dense milk base. The way I describe it, it's like if you took snow and like extremely condensed it and like poured milk over it, that's basically what it is. But <laughs> Ra- wow. Raja Sweets on Hillcroft, insane go there for lunch mm. they have like this quick lunch buffet that you can get and just take a take a pound of sweets uh you know to go to go home with you and you'll you'll have a good time i think indian sweets are incredibly incredibly underrated oh i second that 100 percent. my husband's indian and let me tell you my first exposure to indian sweets was from my mother-in-law's hands and oh my god when i first would have gulab jamun i have to say i never really liked it i felt like i always got a taste of oil more so than I got the actual like sugar to it. That's fair. And so with my mother-in-law, it was like, it was very well balanced. It was delicious. Oh my God. I would have to like really tell her don't make it often because that that was going to like one trip to diabetes. <laughs> exactly. And that's why like the pay by pound is kind of dangerous because, you know, if you get one or two pounds of these yeah. um, and that's why I recommend milk mustache, Raja sweets, like you got to you got to have a couple friends to share with you. If you And what I tell people is if you're if you want to impress a date, Bring them the milk mustache cookies or bring them some Raja Sweets. You're going to have a good time. Oh, I love that. And I've never heard of Raja Sweets. And I've been on Hillcroft a lot. And I've hit up so many. Like I've hit up Bismillah. I've hit up Busy Boys. I really loved Busy Boys sandwiches. And I can't believe I've never heard of Raja Sweets. I'm so excited to try this. Yeah, no, that that's the thing. It's like, you know, a lot I think a lot of our like Indian parents, Indian grandparents, or you know, a lot of the baby boomer generations, they know about them. But again, it's like about rediscovering spots because yeah. a lot of these spots again, there's tens of thousands of restaurants in Houston and it's just like yeah. it's impossible to hit them all out. Like you just gave me a couple recommendations there. Like <laughs> and I'm and I'm a foodie. I've hit now so, so many spots, so I'm I'm adding those to those to the list right now. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely a hidden gem. Okay. Last but not least, what is your third hidden gem spot to go? So this one isn't particularly just desserts, but they have a dessert that I think is one of the best desserts I've ever had in my life. So... Yeah, it's it's that good. It, it's high praise. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, if if somebody goes there and like you don't have this incredible experience of this dessert there, I'll let you slap me in the face because that's how confident <laughs> I am. It's gonna be that good. Damn. Okay. 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 So, so it's called Shun Japanese Kitchen. So the um the owner, him and his family, they've been in Houston for a while. So his dad actually owned a uh, a Japanese uh you know. A kitchen shop as well and uh, you know the houston he was telling me a lot of the houston rockets players back in the day used to go to his dad's shop all the time like that's where they would grab dinner you know after games and stuff and um you know so he's 
he started this restaurant. He's trained in Japan. His wife is a pastry chef. And they're, you wow. know, they've been on Yelp's top 100 list multiple times. Mm. So the, the dessert you got to get is their pear tart. Wow. So they, they don't have it on their menu right now. But what I would do is I would call them and order the whole thing. So they'll make like this entire like massive, you know, pear apple tart pie for you. Yeah. It's going to be a little expensive. Mm. But again, it's going to be one of the best desserts you've ever had. So it's like a spice poached pear and they have some Earl Grey ice cream on top. Like I've never had anything like this. Like it's like. It has like some kind of glaze on it. It's it, it truly is a party in your mouth. Like your taste buds <laughs> will never feel that kind of thing like, you know, ever again. So they're on Shepherd Ave near Upper Kirby and just Shun Japanese uh, Kitchen. So it's S-H-U-N. Again, genuinely one of the best desserts I've ever had in my life. Oh my God, that sounds so good. It sounds so unique too. I don't think I've ever like heard these combination of flavors before. Yeah, it's it's different. And, you know, they, they do a great dinner as well. They're probably, you know, one of my top three favorite Japanese spots in Houston. So if you haven't gone, book, to re book a reservation. I think on the weekends, they're pretty packed up. But I, I would say book a reservation when you can. And I think this is actually their last year in town because they're closing up shop because the... I think that they didn't renew their lease. Um, like, or they weren't able to. But again, they're very popular. And uh, I'm excited to see what they do next. But again, go hit them out because they close up before they close up because it's like one of the my favorite spots in all of Houston. Oh my God, that's amazing. You've, you've given people so much. Three is solid. I feel like I need to ask you for like one more honorable mention. Okay, one more honorable mention. So we've gone over cookies. We've done an Indian sweet shop. So I would also recommend uh, for ice cream, we can go down the ice cream route. It's called Ooh, Flowers yes. and Cream. So they have a location. So I, I don't know if you've been to Post yet. Um, I have, yeah. But, you know, they have a location in Post and they have a location. They have another location, um, you, you know, in Houston as well. You can, you can just look them up. It's Flowers and Cream. And these are like, you know, artisan, you know, like ve very kind of like fancy types of ice cream. They do crazy flavors and they do very different cone flavors, too. Oh. So they'll have like a red velvet cone. They'll have like a cookies and cream cone. You know, it's like. Oh, it, it, this this type of artisan ice cream, like mm -hmm. it's becoming a bigger and bigger thing um, nowadays. Like uh, it, it's just like this, this fancier ice cream. But oh, my God, it's a uh, flower and cream. It's incredible. And I, I would say the most convenient thing to do is go to post, have lunch there, have dinner there and then just go to flower and cream afterward. And just get some delicious ice cream. Oh, my gosh, that sounds so good. I like quickly Googled because I'm like an Emerino girl. I love to go to Emerino. And oh, I know it's like nice. gelato. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's pretty, too. That's a that's a very pretty it's looking. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking up these flavors. There's like raspberry tres leches. What? That sounds crazy to me. I know. And that, that's the thing. It's like when it comes to ice cream, I'm not a fancy guy. Like, you know, I like my typical Rocky Road. I like my chocolate chip. But when you're there, like they make these like incredibly like unique flavors like taste so simple and mm -hmm. i want to say again with shun japanese kitchen if it's not good you can slap me in the face that's how confident i am <laughs> cracks me up every time yeah awesome sean you've given people so many awesome suggestions this was so much fun you made me so hungry even though like i'm not a major sweet tooth but you've made me want to go and eat every single thing out there so Holla, everybody. You you heard it from Sean, the food chief. Check out his TikToks and Instagram. I'm so excited to have you on again to talk food. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Before I let you go, here's something that you might have missed. 
Our lovely rapper Bun B needs our help finding his missing poncho. He posted on Instagram that the custom purple brand poncho had gone missing on Friday night after his Southern takeover at the rodeo. The poncho, if you're wondering what it looks like, it has a UGK logo in the original Houston Oilers colors. Bun B said he's going to offer $1,000 in reward, no question asked. He doesn't care what the story is. If you took it, you didn't take it, whatever it is. 1000 bucks if you get his poncho back. That's all I got for y'all on today's Food Tuesday show. We'll be back tomorrow. Till then, check us out on Instagram. Our handle is at CityCastHouston. Hit that follow button. Or hey, send us your rodeo pics. Till then, bye! Okay, let's... This is take two. (laughs) Okay.